Hey, what's up, guys? This is Brendan with Evoke Bike and Lala. You might hear in the background, she's creeping. I really like this guy's write-up from his city's world ride, so I'm going to run through this and leave some names out. Okay, the front group was stacked this time with the best of the best, and I had hung on so far. At some point, Rider X attacks the brake up a climb, and I felt compelled to burn a match chasing him down. Nobody else saw this need since we were about to turn left up another moderate climb and into a headwind. Maybe he was just stretching his legs, but there's no way he was going to stay away. I was pretty gassed trying to keep up with him and fell off. As you might guess, the train we dropped then came through, and I wouldn't even say countered us, they just came through. Rider X found the surge of watts to jump back on, but I didn't. Maybe it was mental, but I was just seeing myself unloading the watts when I was at 178 BPM and then staying with them on the rest of the climb. They were really moving. The bad news is this left me out to twist in the wind. I had to dial it down and really just float for a while until another two riders came back to me. This was chase number one. Unfortunately, I had more power than them and there was a 0% chance that we were gonna catch the lead group. I could have stayed away from them, but chasing the brake by myself seemed futile. Um, so I re- okay, uh, I know that chasing Rider X was a complete waste of time. I'm not sure what I was thinking. Perhaps we were both imagining that we'd string things out and drop some people, well, which we did, the two other guys that formed Chase 1 with me, but it didn't drop the A players and probably couldn't have. But having made that mistake, I should have just gotten out of the saddle, jumped back onto the train if I was totally wasted or not. It was my only chance to stay with the front. This is really good. So there's a couple things that jump out at me. Do not, do not, do not, do not look at your heart rate during a bike ride. I see zero benefit from this because number one, someone might be saying, well, what I want to be able to monitor if I'm going to blow up. Heart rate monitors are fickle. Heart rate monitors are not always accurate. You might set a new heart rate. Just just don't. I had a teammate once that said, yeah, my heart rate was, you know, X BPM. And so I backed it off and he literally dropped out of the lead group. I cannot compute that. I just don't understand that. When this rider saw 178, he completely faked himself out. He said, I'm at my I'm close to my max. I'm about to blow up. Go by the feels. Please do not go by the heart rate monitor. I do not have heart rate anywhere near my screen during a race or intervals. Um, And then in his comments here, he made the comment that maybe this guy was stretching his legs, but there's no way he's going to stay away. Well, then why in the world would you go with him? There are going to be bike races where you see people going up the road and you know that they won't get away and you really want to chase them. Don't do that. And watch. Someone else will do it. Now, what you need to watch for is if five or six people start doing it, then that actually becomes a break, and that might be a strong group. But, yeah, if it's just one guy, let him go out there. You need to have the legs to get over the next moderate climb. Like People are really usually the leader lead group. If they're not charging up the climb, they're getting ready to hit it over the last part of the climb. And as he said... You got to dig deep. If you see that group coming past you, that might be your only chance. And you need to go all in. Just stay connected. It's always going to ease up. Who was it that was talking about? Was it Serge that was talking about this? You know, the group, it eases up at some point. 
Just think of getting over that climb. That's your finish line right now. And then get through the next part and the next part and the next part. Don't be thinking of how long the finish line is away. The other thing is, you know, sometimes the lead group, maybe they do slow up a little bit. I personally wouldn't have dropped back right away. I would still try to TT after them. Even if you see them pulling out of the station, you know, give it a solid 10-minute effort. Go super deep. See what happens. You never know. Um, now, the other thing is I think that he had made a comment the next day about his watts, and he said it still seems like there's some decent – VO2 max time in here. Do you think this was a semi-decent workout? I can give him a workout that's going to be way better for VO2 max time. I'm sending this guy there to learn this type of, to get this experience, to learn this type of scenario, I should say. Every race scenario that you go through, you are going to learn something and you are going to put it in the back of your mind so that eventually when you are racing or you're in group rides, you just have this unconscious knowing of what to do you have this unconscious knowing of what looks good i think a long time ago i made a podcast or a video of like how to tell like what does a good move look like a lot of times that is a feeling um i really i was talking in another podcast that i haven't posted yet about how do you explain you know when you go and you talk to newer cyclists and they're trying to really 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 over plan the race and, and I say to them, you just got to go race. And they're like, well, I, I want to know how this is all going to play out. I want to have like a plan. I'm like, that's just not bike racing. There's no perfect pre-race guide. This, the reason I send this guy to this weekday world ride is to get another check in the experience box. While there was actually some decent VO2 max time on some of these more sustained climbs that are like three plus minutes, that's great, but more valuable is the learning that he's getting from this engagement. I, you know, he went a touch too deep at the wrong moment and got burned. You know, I learned that in a race. Uh, I can't even think of where I was. I think I was a new cat too somewhere. And I countered the group. Oh, like two guys had gone up the road, bridged to these guys. And then a group of like 30 just came steamrolling almost past us. I had never had to try so hard to catch onto a train. And I was like, oh, this is what people, okay, now we're all at the, like everyone here is clearly better than me or on the same level. Like you can't just burn a match whenever you want to, you will pay the price. These things over and over and over again are so huge in getting better at bike racing, are so good for getting better at riding with your friends are so good at helping you become the best person in your town or city. Now, remember though, you don't want to do just this ride. This guy races a lot. So we're trying to use a weekday learning scenario to help him speed up his learning for capitalizing on weekend races. And also he's pretty strong. So I'm trying to have him get some more confidence by racing with these guys who are mostly cat twos and threes because he's a four but he has like the watts of a two to three but the knowledge of a four so we're just trying to get that aspect of bike racing up to speed as much as possible so 
He rolled the dice, and even if incorrectly, he learned some things about himself. He learned some things about the group. He learned, you know, hey, maybe next time it's, you know, only go if one of the leaders had gone. Only go if two of the guys broke away. When the one guy goes that you're not super worried about, why are you going? You got, like, suckered into that almost. So stick with leaders in that case and hit it when they do. Oh, man. This makes me want to go do a bike race. Um, Hope you guys are having a great week of training. Check out the blog, evoke.bike slash blog. For those of you that listen to the podcast all the time, this end roll might get repetitive, but it's pretty amazing how many new people we are getting. It's like every time we post a YouTube video, a third of the people, say there's a thousand viewers, 300 of them have never been to the channel before. It's pretty mind-blowing. It's really exciting just getting in contact with so many cyclists that are just trying to improve and get a little bit better, get to their first Grand Fondo, become the best rider in the city, going to their national championship. Like, it's awesome. And so I say that because I will keep talking about Lactigo. Funny story, my mom, I should make a podcast about this. My mom, (laughs) we're hanging out and she's like, wait, is Evoke a business? And I was like, wait, mom, what? And she's like, yeah, wait, what is that? I just saw you did this interview with this guy, Adam Hansen. And he's like, I don't, where, wait, who is that? And I was like, oh, we do this like podcast series, these YouTube videos. And yeah, it's a business. How do you think I make money? And she goes, oh, I thought you were selling Lactigo. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Well, at least she's keen on the, uh, she's up on the Instagram stories. But seriously, if you haven't tried it, uh, it's 100% guaranteed code Brendan20. It will change your riding for sure. And I've got some other posts coming with real mushrooms and, you know, some smaller things that I know everyone's uh, usually likes their chamois cream, but the Hello Blue CBD chamois cream stays in place better than any chamois cream I've ever used before. And when I say stays in place, just mean like, I've used shaming cream before, and an hour and a half into a ride, I'm like, I don't feel like I use shaming cream. Uh, this stuff is legit and pretty pumped on that. So actually, Adam Hansen uses it. I didn't realize that when I talked to him, I would have been like, what up? Hello, blue buddy. And I think the code for that is Brendan15. Shoot me an email if I've got that wrong off the top of my head. Um, anyways, enough of the ad roll. Uh, oh, and last thing. Somebody asked me one time, do you actually use all these products? I will never, ever, ever tell you guys a product about a product that i don't think is awesome these are all products that i use a lot of them i like real mushrooms i pay for those i just want to tell you about them because they will change your life um and i email them i'm like hey will you give my listeners a discount and can i use that discount also is that weird (laughs) like yeah that's cool um that's all i got for right now hope you guys have a great week see ya